I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, happy day 30 of the program. 30 days have gone by. I woke up this morning, I opened Instagram. Of course, I follow a ton of our uh, Livy Loser community and um, people starting to show the progression uh, in the last 30 days and mind blowing what can be done in such a short period of time. I know some of you are still struggling getting that scale to move. The time is now. So with week five, it's not all about downsizing this tweak where we are leaving ourselves feeling slightly unsatisfied as opposed to satisfied eating, you know, six times a day, nutrient rich foods like we have leading up to this point. Downsizing really all about bringing up the feels, especially that when it comes to dieting, because this is the one week that is most like a diet. Um, it's really at this point, um, how consistent you have been in giving the body what it needs, your sense of awareness, um, that you're bringing with you when you're making these tweaks tweaks each week, the maximizing that you're doing, not just focusing on the food and the you know water and any supplements that you might have added in, but really being mindful about all the things that you can do to be proactive when it comes to helping your body focus on fat loss, which is making sure you're getting a good night's sleep, moving your body, um, managing your stress. You know, There's a variety of different things that you can do. If you have certain health issues, what can you do to help your body level up in terms of dealing and addressing with those health issues? So it's not just that this is the week where we start downsizing and messing with portions and that's it. It's really that all of this time and energy and work that you've put into laying a strong foundation with this with this program. Like now you have the right to be like, okay, body, let's start focusing on fat loss. Up until this point, really all the years of depriving and starving and neglecting and forcing your body to burn fat with like quick fix after quick fix after quick fix, your body really just straight up deserves the time and attention you've been giving it in the last few weeks in laying that strong foundation. Now, um, just because we are downsizing this week doesn't mean that you are guaranteed to lose weight. In fact, the work, the work, the work that you're putting into this leading up to the scale moving, that's what is really all about because weight loss is based on momentum. So for example, next week, you'll hear a lot of people saying, oh my goodness, my scale's moving this week. How come it's moving this week when we are back to satisfaction, still maximizing, which you should very much expect that scale to move. Every day, every week, expect the scale to move, even though it's not going to move every day and every week. Um, but a lot of people will say, well, how come my scale's moving now this week and it didn't move last week when we are downsizing and messing with portions? Because it's about the body getting the message, taking action, follow, following through and releasing that fat. So when you see a weight, your weight drop, it's not what you did yesterday or the day before that. It's what you've been doing and the, you know, previously leading up. It's like that um, post that we did on what progress really looks like that we posted from, um, at that, um, that piece from James Clear, you know, with the ice cube, right? You're trying to melt an ice cube. So, you know, you, you keep turning up the temperature of the room, um, degree by degree by degree. And it's not until, you know, so many degrees later that the ice cube actually starts to melt. It doesn't mean that your efforts don't add up. It's just that breaking point where you actually start to see them add up. And because this is weight loss, a lot of you are measuring your success by the scale, by the scale. So a couple of things should be happening. 
If the scale's not moving, your body should be changing. You should like at this point, people are seeing a decrease in blood sugars. They're seeing a decrease in their blood their blood pressures. They're seeing significant change in their body. And if you are showing up here and you're here to lose weight because you have weight to lose, you should also be feeling and seeing significant changes happening if you're showing up and doing the work. Right now, there are some people who you know the scale's not moving. They're not really feeling anything. It's still a little too early to assess it at this point. But next week, week five, Dr. Paul's going to be back and he's going to join us and have a conversation about the four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. Now, not that it won't move, that it's slower to move. And we're going to talk about things that you can do about that. The reason why we're not talking about it now, because the things you are doing right now are the things that you need to do before you start even thinking about other things that you can do before you get the scale moving, because it's all about laying that strong foundation. So day 30, Day 30 of the program, what's your mindset at? Are you excited? I saw someone today post, you know, I'm a little bit down and depressed. I've only lost a couple pounds. I've, you know, I'm eating better and I'm focusing on my sleep and I'm whatever and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, this has only happened. I'm just like, whoa, hold up. You're doing all of these amazing things. You've been doing them for a whole month. That's fucking something to be excited about. You should be patting yourself on the back and be like, look what I've done. I've been showing up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like taking the time to focus on yourself and to uh, like help yourself. I don't know how old you are, that person that said that, but man, 50 years old, you know, showing up and just being mindful to take care of yourself and doing all the things that you can do consistently to level up your health and wellness and make sure that you not only feel good, that you actually stay alive for as long as possible. That is something to be excited about here you know like focus on all those things that you are doing pat yourself on the back at the same time if you want to be disappointed about what's happening on the scale I'll give you that but at the same time it, you have to also re recognize all the other things that you are doing right you you have to you have to be a cheerleader you have to pat yourself on the back you have to be proud of that so you can keep reinforcing that behavior the scale is going to move you're going to lose weight and the, one more thing before I get started on answering these questions if you are concerned, it's not going to work for you. If you are wondering this or wondering that, if you are unsure, if you are doing all of the things and you're like, this should be happening now, please take time to read the science posts. Okay. Let me say that again. Take time to read the science posts. Understand what we're doing. Understand why it's normal to not have your weight move in the first few weeks. Understand what we're doing here. Understand what you need to do. Understand why you need to do it, right? So if you're showing up and you're disappointed in whatever, have you read the science post? Because really having that deeper level of understanding, that would be maximizing. A lot of times people are like, I'm doing all the things. Okay, but have you actually watched the food plan video? Have you watched the individual breakdowns of the meals and snacks? Do you even know what, what we're doing and why we're doing it? Do you really understand downsizing or do you think that we're just cutting portions? Like, are you really doing everything you can to understand what we're trying to do here? Have you read the Science Saturday Post? And I can tell you, you haven't because the way we have it structured is I can tell how many people have clicked on it. And something like, you know, 5,000 people clicked on the last post, which means there are 20,000 people who haven't seen it yet. So I know you're not reading it. And if you want to really understand it and you don't understand it, what more do I need to do? And what more can I, you know what I mean? Be proactive with this progress. Read it. Understand it. Be immersed in it. I had someone the other day talk about how, isn't it dangerous? They actually use that word and I had to remove their comment because it's, you know, it's just nothing and we do is dangerous to be constantly so focused on what you're eating and when. Look at all the diets that you've done. Look at your weight loss journey up to this point. If you've been obsessive, do you wake up every day thinking about your weight, berating yourself, how you feel? Do you know what I mean? Like negative self dialogue, doing this diet, that, that diet, whatever. That's not, that's obsessive and not a good way. Being obsessed about making sure that you're prioritizing yourself in your life, being obsessed about being mindful about losing weight in a healthy way, being obsessed about making food choices that are actually nutrient rich, being obsessed about being aware of how these changes that you're are making are actually making a difference and affecting your body. Being obsessed about your mindset and your frame of mind and being obsessed about switching that negative dialogue into a positive dialogue. Being obsessed about rewiring your body and the way it's come to function based on all the diets and deprivation and bullshit you've putted through, right? Do you know what I mean? Being obsessed about rewiring your brain. You know, all of that, being obsessed about your health and wellness is not a bad thing when you are doing it in a way that is all about health and wellness, physically and mentally. The 
the time is now. You are here to accomplish and achieve this big goal that you perceive is going to be life-changing. There's some big things that you're going to have to do in order to achieve that goal. You know, so many of you so nervous and hesitant in the beginning. Oh my God, I'm eating all this food. How am I going to lose weight with eating all this food? You know, and then all of a sudden we start eating a few bites less and oh my God, I'm starving and depriving myself. And is my body going to feel the need to store fat? Like, come on. Do you know what I mean? Like it's go time. You've laid that foundation. You are here. This is my 18th group. I've been helping people lose weight for 30 years. I'm not trying to screw you over. I'm not trying to make it so you lose weight and gain it back so you keep coming back. I'm here to make sure that this is the last weight loss program you ever need to do. I want this experience to be as short as possible, as fun as possible. I want you to walk away as healthy as possible, never needing to lose weight again. So like dive right in, be all in, stop getting in your own way. The time is now. You've laid that foundation. Just dive in. The worst that's going to happen with downsizing is you're going to eat a little too, like you're going to, you know, you go a little too far and eat a little too less. Does that make sense? Eat a little too less and be a little extra hungry in which you have another meal or snack coming down the pipeline, add in a bonus snack. If you really need, go back for more. Do you know, but recognize you're going to be hungry. Recognize you're making change. You're going to notice, you know what I mean? 30 days in, the time is now, the time is now, the time is now. Good morning, 30 days in and not one pound gone, but sticking to the program, hoping my next 30 days I will go down on the scale. Fuck hope, don't hope, no show up. Don't hope that this is going to work for you. Hope keeps you, feel the energy of hope. I mean, hope is up here and that's great and that's wonderful. Hope is not moving you forward. Hope is just hang, helping you hang on by the skin of your teeth. Watch the words that you are showing up. Watch the words that you are saying. Don't hope, be all in, do. You know, my my weight is down, my, I'm only down one, one pound in 30 days. So proud of myself that I'm still here. I'm going to be all in. I'm going to do all of the things. I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to maximize my effort. To feel the energy of that, that is forward moving. That is proactive. That is progressive. Hope it just has you hanging on by the skin of the teeth right where you are, just hoping that things are going to work for you. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to hope with this process. You don't need to pray about it. You don't need to hope over it. You don't. You just have to show up and do the things that you need to do. And if you don't believe that this is going to work for you, go to our website. Check out the inspiration section. Go to the words of encouragement post. Pop into the lives. Read the comments. There is no shortage of hope. Check out our, our Living Loser Spotlight that I totally forgot to mention that we started on Monday. We are going to put people in your face, people who've been successful, people who are who have struggled, people who are on their journey. There is no shortage of hope in this group. So if you're sitting here thinking, oh, I just hope, I pray it's going to work for me, be open and be inspired because there is no reason why this isn't going to work for you. There's just zero reason. There is zero science to suggest that you can't lose this weight. So it's all here for you. I spent 30 years of my life packaging it all up, giving you the systematic program and process. A lot of you simply are just so resistant to it that you're not making a move on it. You're not doing all the things. You may do, maybe doing some of the things. You may be doing more things than you've done before. Are you really doing all the things? For example, have you taken time today, yesterday, this week to just breathe deeply? Just like... And I don't mean breath work and all that, make it work while you're breathing. I'm talking just take a minute, calm your ass down, take a few deep breaths, which do wonders for calming down your vagus nerve. How many of you actually focused on your bedtime routine, right? Like you're stressed about moving the down the scale. You, you up watching Netflix last night? You know, do you see it up late? Are you on your phone before bed? Are you scrolling the internet? Or did you actually, are you working on really providing you know, a really, uh, um, you know, bedtime routine that's going to set you up for success the next day. How many of you are actually making an effort to make your food choices nutrient rich? You're just going for what's quick and easy, which I'm not, you know, quick and easy. That works totally. Um, how many of you are actually reaching your water each day, but not just reaching it, be in tune with how much you need. Have you just set a goal and then you're just sticking with that? Meanwhile, you've worked out, you've been active, you're sweating and you really aren't adjusting to that. Do you know what I mean? How many of you are consistently asking those four questions day in, day out with all your meals and stuff? How many of you are still counting weight and measuring your food? Still snacking at night? Still doing, you know what I mean? How many of you have started moving your body? And I'm not talking exercise. You don't have to join no gym. But what did you do this week to get your heart rate up? Like, honestly, what did you do this week? Are you sitting there and being like, oh, I've only lost this on the scale. I've only lost that. This is what happened. How many of you have actually moved your body? 
you know, 10 minutes every day, 20 minutes every other day. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you doing, you know, a lot of things? Are you doing more things than you are used to? Are you doing the things that are matching the, the, the energy and pressure that you're putting on yourself to get the results you want to see? That's the question because I'm okay if you're just kind of like, you know, easing your way through this process. I, you can half-ass this and still see results. I've worked with people who are like gung-ho, want to do all the things, and I've worked with people who are just like, listen, I'm just happy I'm here today. I, I'm like this with my workouts. Um, I remember I go to the gym once, and I was really busy, and I was super stressed, and I was just so happy. I was The gym was five minutes away from my house. And I was just happy, honestly, to get out of my house. And it's when my kids were younger, so it wasn't an easy thing to do. And I was just so happy I got there. Listen, like I literally pat myself on the back just for walking in the door. And I remember I was just happy to be there. And I, you know, you know, I had some young personal trainer person running the class. I'm like, come on, get your heart rate up and you can do it. And I had to look at them and be like, leave me alone. Like, I, I appreciate that. I, I'm not here to pound the crap out of my body. I'm not here to put the pressure on myself to get my heart rate up and, and squat deeper and all those things. I'm just so fucking, that I'm fucking happy that I'm here. And I just said, listen, I appreciate your enthusiasm. I personally am just so happy that I'm here. I don't actually need to put the extra pressure on myself of like getting the best workout in the world. I just like, I just want to move my body. Just, I want to just de-stress and come here and don't need you stressing me about what I'm doing or not doing on my workout. So that was me. And, that, and you know what? And then I showed up and she left me alone every time that I showed up and I was like so happy. So you know what I mean? Not everyone is here to crush it. Some people are here just to like do the best that they possibly camp and that is so cool but if you are putting pressure on yourself and you're coming into the group and you're saying things like I am so disappointed and again I'm generalizing right I'm really generalizing everyone I'm so disappointed what's happening on this scale I'm so disappointed they haven't seen this haven't done that is your is is what you're putting into this process what do you what are you getting out of it because that's the reality of it right there's always more we can do and I say this this is not to say that you're not doing the things but in my experience when people say they're doing all the things they're not even coming close to doing the things that they could be doing which is okay if that's your reality but that you have to adjust the pressure that you're putting on yourself to see the results that you want to see if you don't have the ability to move your body if you don't have the ability to get the water in if you don't have the ability to make your food choices as nutrient-rich as possible, that's okay. You're, this is still going to work for you. Now, it may not be maximizing your efforts. It may not be as quick to, to happen to you as it happens to other people, but your reality is your reality. It's still worth doing. You're still going to lose your weight, but if you can't maximize your efforts, you know, like someone else might be able to, then you may not have the kind of results as quickly. You will get there. It's like you're on the road to, we're all on that road and we're driving to Disneyland, that finally and forever. Some people are straight up driving brand new sports cars, you know, and for some reason the path is going to be super clear for them. You know, some people are going to be driving sports cars and they're still going to hit every traffic jam, roadblock, detour, and they still might run over a nail and get a flat tire. Some people are driving more, you know, broken down type of cars. You know what I mean? And that's just what they're dealing with. So they're going to get there, but it's a slower place. Some people are choosing to take their time and to stop and eat along the way and to, you know, stay overnight at a hotel as opposed to driving straight through. Some people are going to go sightseeing. Some people are going to, you know, like smell the roses along the way, visit their friends. Like everyone's journey is a little different. But you can't be that person who is driving that broken down car and, and treating yourself like you're driving a sports car. When your body's broken down, you've got a bunch of issues, you're dealing with inflammation, you got, you're, you're going to get there, right? But you have to recognize the reality of your situation. If you're putting the pressure on yourself, why, why, why is my weight not moving? When you're coming off a keto diet for two years where you literally starved and deprived yourself, your body's like, you you're asked why? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Why? Do you know what I mean? If you're used to going all day long without eating not being in tune to your body's needs, not eating when you're hungry, sleeping when you're tired, drinking when you're thirsty, doing those things. And be like, I don't understand. My body's not talking to you. Your body's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Do you know what I mean? So this is the thing though. After putting three, what, 30 days into this process up to this point, even if you've asked it, your body's excited about it and it is ready. So dive right in, do all those things. All right, let's uh, get back into these questions. Let's get back. Into I have lost 24 pounds in my second round. I am four pounds away from hitting my goal. I am super proud of myself, but yesterday I went clothes shopping as I'm going away at the end of the month and I still see myself um, as blah. My brain is a bitch. Yeah, so this is a real thing. 
Because believe it or not, although this process can seem super slow, it's actually happening quite quickly. And with the change that your body's going through, it actually takes your brain a little while to, to adjust to the weight that you've lost. So this is a real thing. In fact, after you've done losing, it takes, you know, three months later, People are going to comment on how much more weight that you've lost. And it's not that you've lost any weight, so your body is now adjusting and solidifying to the weight that you've lost. That's a physical thing that needs to happen as your body gets used to your new weight. And obviously, if you're repeating the program again, right, so you do your first group, you've lost that weight. You do your second group, your body's solidifying that weight while it's working on more weight. So you're still in that weight loss journey, so your brain still isn't there. Right. So, and also your brain is used to seeing what it's seeing. And you're also, your brain is wired to the feelings that you have when you look at yourself. So your, your feelings and your thoughts are out of habit. So probably for a lot of time, you would look at yourself and your initial reaction would be like something negative. So although you have done this work, your brain hasn't caught up. So this is where you need to start saying to yourselves more often when you look in the mirror, I look amazing. Look how the work I've done. Look how my body is transformed. You know, you have to look to see change. And so I talked about this yesterday. You have to look in the mirror. So many people will say, are you noticing your body change? Like, what do I mean? What do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? You're noticing your body change. Like, and you see your body. Well, I don't look. What do you mean you don't look? You have to see. So you have to be open to seeing the change. And then you have to, you have to reinforce the fact that it's changed. So I love the first part, right? You know what I mean? I'm super proud of myself. And you know, but yesterday I went clothes shopping and when I'm going away at the end of the month, I still see myself as black. So this is where, that's where your brain is wired to seeing yourself as black. You can be super proud of the work that you've done and still have your brain wired to see yourself a certain way. Do you know, that's why, that's why it's like, this is a lot of mental work. So it's a lot of mental work so you have to start seeing yourself so start throwing words of self-love being proud of yourself is one thing right like really accepting yourself the way that you are point out all the things that you love about yourself you know don't just make it about the work that you've done like you know I love how the shirt looks on me you know um, look how much better the shirt looks on me like you know if you're, if you're not at a place where you can really look at yourself and you still see yourself as flawed then you have to point out the things that aren't flawed you know and really focus on those things you have to you have to switch your brain um, into going from a negative pattern into a more positive pattern but it does t- it, it is a real thing that actually takes your you know how you some of you um, didn't realize how big you were until someone pointed it out or you saw a photo of yourself and you're like, yeah, that's me. Like what? Like, do you know what I mean? Um, the same thing happens on the other side where you don't really understand what you've achieved and the weight that you've lost until you have that kind of aha moment where it kind of connects and you're like, oh my God, that this is me. This is why taking progress photos can be really, like honestly, um, I reposted one today, one of our members, 30, 30 days and she looks freaking amazing. Um, and the transformation is incredible and not, not the, you know, not like, like 20, 30, 40 pounds lost or anything. I think it was like 11 or something. Um, and it's just like, it's important to see. That's why in the app we have a place for, you know, um, for um, progressive photos, progress photos. We don't see those. We don't do anything with those. So just so you know, like we can't take the photos that you use in the app. Like we, we can't, we don't even have access to those. That's your own private information. So you're doing it just for you. And in order to hit that screen, only you can see it. It's not gonna pop up while you're using your app around people. So, you know, taking some progress photos, honestly, could be pretty motivating. But it is a real thing where it takes your brain a little while to catch up to the weight that you've lost. Um, my, let me go back to my comments here. Where we go? Uh, where am I? Um, who knew that I would get to do 30 days of no late night snacking, the best non-scale victory ever. Yes, that is so huge. Now the whole point of this late night snacking is not going to cause you to gain weight. That's the thing. So I late night snack all the time. When I do late night snack, it makes me, my belly feel upset the next day. I'm foggy brain. I don't have a great sleep. So there's benefits to not snacking at night. But you know, if you, once you lose your weight, you solidify your weight, you want to have some snacks at night. It's not going to cause you to gain weight. Um, and it's, not that, you know, having snacks in a gain weight. It's just that eliminating those snacks at night to facilitate a better night's sleep to really give the body the time and opportunity to repair and rebuild is going to be beneficial to obviously losing weight. And so a lot of people are still framing this from a real diet perspective, thinking like you can't snack at night because of the calories or snacking at night is going to cause you to gain weight. It's not about that. Snacking, it's Whether you snack or not, the reason why I'm suggesting that you're not snacking is because at night when it gets dark out, your body produces melatonin, this chemical that's designed to shut 
your system down. Your digestive system slows down. Your metabolism slows down. Your body actually preps you for sleep. So when you go, when your body's prepping for sleep and then you throw food in it, you're waking up your digestive system. And just like at breakfast, you're breaking the fast. Eating stimulates your digestive system and wakes yourself up. So after your body's starting to wind down, get ready for sleep, then you go eat. You're sending the message to your body, oops, we're not actually winding down. We are eating food because we're waking up and gearing up to do something active. That's the message that your body's receiving. So you're, you're, you're getting in the way of the wind down process by sending the opposite message. I'm eating because I need energy because I'm going to go do something active, right? And the other part of um, not slacking at night is so that you can really, your body can focus on repair and rebuild, like regenerating, rejuvenating, detoxing, and, you know, um, releasing fat. And so that we don't want to get in the way of that because digestion takes up so much energy. When you go to bed with a belly full of food, it really stops the body from being able to do what we really need it to do uh, in order to move it down that scale. So a lot of people are still looking at this from a diet perspective. You know, like some of you asking, you know, like, am I going to put my body in starvation mode or is my body going to feel the need to store fat by eating a few bites less? Well, you know, let's, let's break it down and use common sense. You're eating six times a day. Your body is still getting nutrients. You are far from starving and depriving your body at this point. Plus, if you're just coming off the heels of eating dissatisfaction for like four solid weeks, you've been focused on giving the body what it needs at the size it is. At the size it is. Let me say that again. At the size it is. Some of you here, you want to lose a lot of weight. So downsizing, for example, isn't about cutting calories, eating less. It's getting the body to downsize. It's about the fact that you still give the body what it needs, just not what it's used to getting. So your body's going to notice, hey, where's the rest of my food? And you say, hey, body, I'm still giving you all this food, just not as much as I was giving you. And your body's like, well, I need that much. And you're like, no, you don't actually need it. That's just what you're used to. And then your body's going to be like, fine, screw you. I have all this excess fat. I don't need it. So I'm just going to get rid of it. And then I'm going to downsize to the amount of food that is coming in. And you're like, fine, go right ahead. <laughs> you know, so downsizing isn't about downsizing the food in the portions. Downsizing is the effect that it has on the body. So your body downsizes to adjust to the amounts of food coming in. So eating less and, and being concerned about your body starving and depriving and not eating enough. It's just like, it's looking at it from a diet perspective, right? And you can't look at this from a diet perspective. It's not the same thing. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. My um, comments, are they working? Here we go. Hi, Gina. Hi, Wendy. As a perpetual dieter, I can honestly say that I've never stayed on a program for 30 days straight until this. I'm loving not feeling deprived. I love this. I know this. I, you know, I've been around the block. We don't. We, we skip from diet to diet to diet. The minute it doesn't work, we, you know, we stop doing it. And we're taught to do this, right? We're taught that, you know, if your weight goes up, you've gained weight. So I'm not doing this diet. You're taught that, you know, if you hit a plateau, things aren't working for you. So I might as well switch to something else. Um, and people are, so this is what people do when they diet. Like they, they, they try this, they try that, they try this, they try that, they try this, they try that and everything. And they just keep grabbing at things, you know, and, and no one does the things, all the things consistently consistently and consistently and long enough for the body actually to take a minute and do something with it and actually make real sustainable change. The same thing when you lose weight really quickly and then you just go back to like whatever, the reason why you get it all back is because by forcing the body to burn fat, you're reinforcing the fact that you need it, right? And then you're not giving the body time to adjust to your new weight and things like your heart is like your heart has grown to the size of your body to pump out the blood that it needs to sustain that size body. So when you release 20 pounds, Pounds, your heart is still pumping out for that bigger size body. So your heart actually needs time to sh shrink down and adjust to the to to now what it needs to do to sustain this size. Your body temperature. Some of you are noticing that when you're dropping fat, you're actually now cold. You're cold because it's winter time and you're losing part of your insulation. So your body has to now regulate your body temperature, which is why you're cold because your 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 body temperature regulation is off because you've you've released what it uses to regulate your body temperature so these are things like hormones along the way right that are being factored in your hormones are never balanced they're always in flux and adjusting so as your body's making change right and releasing fat your hormones need to adjust along with that so so 30 like you need at least 
least at least at least 12 weeks to even if you have five pounds to lose people will come to me all the time I've had people say well your programs only for people who have a lot of weight to lose I'm like it can be just as hard for someone to lose five pounds as it is for someone to lose 25 pounds it could take the same amount of time it could take longer you can have someone come in and lose 25 pounds like that because they have you know they have more weight than average to lose so they lose it real quick um, you know where someone comes in they have like you know 10 pounds and they're really struggling because maybe they have inflammation in their body their hormones are off whatever that might be you know so you need at least 30 days you and then we haven't even talked about habits we're talking about living your life for a certain amount of time reinforcing those habits that created you to be where you're at in the first place coming into this process now you need to talk about new habits that are going to sustain your new lifestyle sustain you at this new weight and though that takes time right habits they say old habits are hard to break for a reason because they're hard to break for a reason so you need at least 12 weeks to reinforce new to create and reinforce new habits and this is where consistency comes in it's not how long you do a habit for it's how consistently you're reinforcing that habit and that's why it's progress over perfection it's not like your perfect days aren't adding up to be more value than your consistent days that's why it's all about consistency rather than being perfect because it's it's how often you're doing the things not how perfectly you're doing the things you know but you need at least 30 30 days and so this is the hardest part the first 30 days are the hardest part. So you make it past these 30 days, chances are you're going to be here at the end. Chances are you're going to be here at the end. Um, the 30 days are the hardest. You're trying to get in tune with yourself. You're trying to address how your body's learned to come to function. Some of you are cu coming off really restrictive diets. Some of you are starting to deal with, like, you know, um, concerned about eating too much, thinking that, you know, eating nuts and fruits going to make you fat. You know, um, you know, some of you, um, you know, coming off starving yourself and depriving yourself. And, you know, some of you now worry that you're eating too little. Like, there, there's a lot. So this 30 days is no joke. And I design it that way. So many people have said, can't you just make this easier for people no no I can't because I figure people are here they want to do the work you've taken this time to focus on it let's just fucking get it done already do you know what I mean like I know what it takes to show up every day you got to prioritize yourself I also know what it takes to make real sustaining change and uh, you know this this should be a six-month process this should be a year-long process I'm kind of trying to squish it into three months because I know you guys are already like oh I haven't I've only lost this I've only lost that how come I can't lose more you know what I mean that's why the ticket is being as consistent as possible, maximizing, literally doing all the things, and then looking outside of that, if the scale's not moving for you, why? Maybe check in with your doctor, get some blood work done, you figure out what the heck is going on with your body so you can figure it out. But the hard work is done. Now, we need to just dive right in. That's what's so exciting about these 30 days. First of all, also, didn't it go by so fast? Hasn't it gone by so fast? The next 30 days is going to go by fast. The, 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 the last 30 days is going to go by fast. All you got to do is keep showing up. So look what you've already accomplished during the hardest part of this program. Now you want to dive right in. If you're here, you're here. You might as well be all in. Now, each new week is probably going to freak you out. Some of you are going to stress out. You're going to be like, how is this supposed to work? And I don't know about this. La, la. La, la, la. just do it ask as many questions as you need before you know it the week will be over just dive in with downsizing like I said you're doing it mindfully you're eating six times a day nutrient rich food some of you are eating eight times a day with bonus snacks right and um, make your food choices nutrient rich ask the four questions you're not just cutting your portions in half this is something you're doing very mindfully and hand-in-hand hand with your body being in tune your body's gonna notice when you're eating less so you're gonna be hungry know that you have another meal or snack coming down the pipeline know that you're gonna be hungry at night before you go to bed because you've got your body's attention your body's like where's my food bitch that's you've got your body's attention and then what it's going to do it's going to take action that's going to start moving the dial on that scale it may not be today it may not be tomorrow by the time your body takes action it may be next week but be all in because at this point you literally have nothing to lose but weight you have nothing to lose but weight. you are already this far in. you got to see it through dive right in dive right in the worst that's going to happen with downsizing is you're going to be a little too hungry because you've downsized too much in which you have the next meal or snack coming along. Or if you need to go back and have seconds, have seconds. But mindfully, you know, downsize that portion. Three, three signs of detox and your scale is about to move, right? Also, extra hungry at night. Even though you've eaten six times a day nutrient-rich foods, even with downsizing, right? Even without downsizing, some of you are still hungry at night. That's a sign that the scale's about to move. Waking up three or four o'clock, right? Having, you know, that, to go to the bathroom, that's a sign that the scale's about to move. Um, water not be appealing, that's a, t that's a sign the scale's about to move. Being bloated to have your weight up, that's also a, a sign that your weight's about to move. Do you know what I mean? So just keep that in mind with all the changes that you're making. Um... 
It is wonderful for me to enjoy nutrient-rich food rather than fat-free, carb-free foods. Thank you. Down a couple pounds. Feeling great and looking forward to what comes next. Yes, real food. Imagine you don't want to live a life where you're eating all that bullshit, low-carb, low-tasting, low-fat, no-fat, you know, not really what you really want kind of food. That's a life of like, I don't even know, man. That is like, I, like... Nothing about low-fat anything interests me. Nothing about low-carb anything interests me. You know, it's just, it's not a life that you want to, that's just living on the surface. You want to be in tune to your body's needs. You want to do the things that make you feel good. Um, you know, you want to, if you want to have the pasta, that's why even when you're losing weight and doing this program, if you want to have the pasta, have the pasta exactly the way you want to have it. Enjoy it. Pay attention to how you feel after. Pay attention to the internal dialogue you have after and just get right back at it. It's like you're on the car, on the road to finally and forever, on the road to Disneyland, right? You decide to stop and eat, right? And then, and, or, or stay overnight and sightsee and visit. You're just getting back on the road and you're going to move forward. That's it. Like maybe eating the pasta doesn't cause you to move forward. It's not going to stop you when you're doing all these other things, right? So if you're going to have it, have it. Now you could also just have zucchini noodles with sauce and whatever, obviously, which can help while you're losing weight. But the whole goal of this is to lose your weight in a way that you don't have to do weird shit and you can eat the things that you want and not, you notice I never use the word in moderation. I never use the word control. We don't want to control anything. We want to be in tune with our body's needs and we don't want to moderate anything. The goal isn't for you to lose your weight and then think about, you know, having to moderate what you're eating and not eating. It's just being in tune. I want to eat that. I'm going to eat that. And then what you don't do is starve and deprive yourself the next day. Do you know what I mean? You just get right back to living your life because eating foods is not what caused you to be here. It's probably a combination of starving yourself, depriving yourself, high stress, lack of sleep, long periods of time without eating over and over and over and all those diets that you've done that caused your body, forced it to burn the fat in which it reinforced the, the need for it and then tanked your metabolism at the same time. And we know this now. Science tells us the more often we diet, the slower our metabolism becomes. Our body adapts to the, the situation that it's in. So what we're trying to get you back to too is a nice high metabolism. You know those people who can eat whatever they want and they don't, they don't, they don't gain weight because their body has no need to store that fat. So this is why the whole point of this is to go back to being able to eat the foods that you enjoy, to, to enjoy all the yummy bites of bits that life has to offer and not do weird shit. And that means like not having to make low fat, no fat muffins, just make the muffins. You know what I mean? Be in tune to the portions. Like you will get to a place where you won't want to eat all the muffins. You'll eat one. You'll be just as satisfied on that smaller portion as you were when you were eating all of the muffins. And I know it's hard to understand how to get to that point, but this is really what we're doing here is yes, losing the weight physically where it's easy to maintain, but mentally being really calm around food, really being in tune with your body in terms of your food choices, knowing what your body needs, you know, over your wants and stuff. Uh, Cuba on Saturday, my goal is to stay on plan, especially since we're back to eating to satisfaction next week. My major non-scale victory has been how calm I am around my kids and my husband's treats. I'm not craving them at all. Yes, this is what I'm talking about, you know, being in that place where you can sit in a room full of your favorite foods and like be like, nah, I don't want it. It's fine. If you do want it, you're like, oh, I'm going to have this. I'm going to enjoy it. You know, like I eat the other day, there was, there was donuts at my house. So I love a good Boston cream. So I, you know, open the, open the donut. I'm like, I want this donut. I mean, having this donut and I just got a knife and I, I cut it because I'm not going to eat the whole donut. I just know I'm like not interested in eating a whole donut. That it's not because I don't, not because of calories, not because I'm not trying to not eat it, but just because I, you know, it's so sweet that when I have that half donut, I really reckon like I could look at that donut and already know I don't want it. The whole thing. That's part of those four questions. You're going to get there as well. I can look at that whole donut and be like, I want to have some of that donut, but I don't, I know already I'm just saying donuts, making my stomach upset. <laughs> I know already looking at the donut, I don't want the whole thing. So I just immediately cut it. And even then it took a few bites and then I still was like, oh, I don't even want the rest of this. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, what do I do with this? And I ended up eating it. I could have just easily tossed it in the garbage or the compost or whatever, but that being calm that, and I know it's hard to believe that you're going to get there, but you will get there. This is not just about what you're eating and when it's, it's so much bigger and deeper than that with what we're trying to do with this process. So we are entering the messy middle, which is like, it's one of my favorite places. Yeah. I know some people are like, ah, the messy middle. So there's, you know, the diet industry likes to talk about the before and the after. That's it. Eat less, exercise more, done. So easy, fizzy. Um, but there's this whole messy middle. 
And the beginning of the program flies by, 30, 30 days just gone by, right? Those first few weeks of the program. The last few weeks of the program really flies by, trust me. The last four weeks are great because it's where everything is aligning, you're in tune, your body's like that. And especially where we're, with where we're at transitioning to spring, that's going to be amazing. We got to get through this messy middle. So the messy middle is about the feels. What makes it messy? Well, one, because we're constantly making some major tweaks with what we're doing each week. And that, again, it's designed to shake things up. It's designed to shake things up physically for the body and also mentally for the body. It's designed to get that body's attention. And at this point, most of you are doing a diet longer than you've ever done. And it, and the world doesn't make it easy for you. For example, you know, you have Sally at work. You know, you're coming in, you got your water, you're packing your food. And she's like, you still doing that diet? You know, like, yes, Sally, it's going to take me longer than, you know, a month to lose 60 pounds. Of course, I'm still doing the diet. You know, people and you're like, you're still doing that? Oh, you're still doing that? Oh, my God, you're doing this diet forever. You're like, everyone supports you in the beginning when you want to lose all this weight and be healthy. And then now that you've been doing it consistently, they're all, everyone's tired of it. I know you're fucking tired of it. You'd rather not be doing it, but you have to do it. So the outside world doesn't really help. Lose 21 day program, you know, lose all your weight in two weeks, 21 days, get her done. You know what I mean? Like it's just that everything is not supporting you actually putting the time and energy that you need to in this process. So most of you are here longer than you've done in every, any diet that you've done. Stick around to the end. You're going to be so happy that you did. Honestly, you, you will be so fucking proud of yourself and so happy that you stuck around the end. But the middle is messy. And the middle is where we bring up all the feels. The struggle bus is sitting outside your house. You know, at, at this far, this time in, you're starting to put your pressure on how much you've lost, haven't, haven't lost. It gets, this process gets easier as you go. That's really important to talk about too. It gets easier as you go. A lot of you are coming into this feeling like your body's going to fight you. Now, if it's fighting you, do you know what I mean? There's probably something off because your body is happy with what you're doing right now. It's not about eating less and less and less. And for some people, it's, a, it's about be eating even more and being in tune to that as your metabolism increases. Um, this program gets easier as you go because you're more in tune. Your body wants this fat gone just as much as you do. Do you know what I mean? It's just a matter of supporting the body and its needs. Back to the messy middle. This is where you're going to be like, oh, this is taking too long. I'm not sure it's going to work for me. Even some of you are going to start to actually see the end game and actually start to believe that this will work for you. And because of that, you'll start sabotaging yourselves. Yes, because you'll, you'll actually get to a place like, holy shit, this might actually work. And then you're going to start sabotaging yourself because what happens if you do lose this weight? So many of you want it so bad, but at the same time, your weight is working for you. A lot of people keep their keep keep their weight on because they don't want to get too close to people to hold them back from relationships or certain situations or anxiety. And it's their excuse to not leave the house. It's their excuse to not date. It's their excuse to not this, not that. And although you really want this different kind of life, this is what you know. Do you know what I mean? And when the thought of actually being able to achieve your goal is actually a possibility, it can really freak a lot of people out. So we're going to talk about things like sabotage. Um, some people, when they come in here with their weight loss goals, they've piled so much other stuff on top of losing the weight. When I lose the weight, I'm going to travel. When I lose the weight, I'm going to go for this job. When I lose the weight, I'm going to quit my job. When I lose the weight, I'm going to start dating. When I lose the weight, I'm going to do this. When I lose the weight, I'm going to do that. So they have this big pile of stuff that they want to accomplish along with losing their weight. So what happens is, and this is my theory, is that you've set out, uh, you've set out on this mission to reach this goal and piled all this other stuff on it. So guess what life is going to do? Life is going to smack you in the face with all the things that you need to learn and do in order to accomplish and achieve that goal. So a lot of times we, we keep getting set back and there's something to be learned. If you keep doing something that's not like serving you, why do you keep doing that thing? You keep snacking at night and then rag on yourself about what's happening on the scale in the morning. Why do you keep doing that? So this is where we have to like really go deep into those fields. This is where the issues and associations and beliefs and habits and all that stuff. This is really where that work really begins with all that. The first few weeks of the program, shock and awe, physically get in the routine, follow the food plan, drink the water, add any supplements. Do you know what I mean? Start to address portions this week. And then as we can move forward, it's really, it's really focusing on a lot. That's just, just do what I tell you to do. Eat this when I'm telling you to eat it. Do what I tell you to do. Ask the four questions. Like literally the, the, the actual action part of it physical part of it. Just do what I need to do. It's going to be a no brainer. It's us. Well, a lot of times the hardest part of this program is you getting out of your own way and doing the things that you need to do. Right. And then dealing with all the feels that come along with doing the things that you need to do. It's not actually the things that you're doing or not doing. It's the feels that you have to work through. That can be the hardest part of the program. So this is where we're entering into that messy middle. Um, this is where we, uh, getting into that messy middle. Let me scroll down. We're, wow. Uh, wow. So true. Skip from diet to diet. That was me a few years ago. So happy to be in the new me.
and still working towards the final goal. It's like if you're trying to get a degree, you can't just like go to school and take a course, quit that course, take another course, quit that course, take another course, quit that course and expect to get a degree in anything. It's like anything you're trying to accomplish in life, you just have to, you have to put the time in it's going to take. You're allowed to say that sucks. It takes, it sucks that this is going to take so long, but there's no way to accomplish the goal without putting in the time. The time's going to go by fast anyway. So, you know, you might as well do what you need to do. Like you signed up for a reason, right? And this is what I love about our program is, do you know we have a 95% referral rate? 95% of you are here because you know someone who's actually done the program and I'm assuming been successful, which is why you want in. Do you know what I mean? Most of you, like, why did you sign up to this? I know some of you signed up to this because this sounded different. This sounded different. This sounded like something that you needed that was different than anything you've already done. And that now that you're here and it's different, we don't like it. <laughs> you know? Like, remind yourself why you're here. Reminding yourself you knew the program was 91 days and then yet some people are just like, oh, it's taking so long. But you knew it was 91 days. You know what I mean? So just wrap your head around. Now that you're here and you're already this far in, see it through. And this is where setting your intentions, end of day reflections can make all the difference. Like make this a priority for the next 60 days that we have, 61 days that we have left. Make it a priority. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to prioritize myself. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to be all in. So at the end of this, I know I did this. And then look at the things that you're doing, being mindful, strengthening your mind, body connection, learning to be in tune with your needs, giving your body nutrient rich foods, giving it the water, making a point of moving your body, managing your stress. Like look at all the things that you're doing. There is zero downside at all to this program, the process. It's not just another diet that you've done, right? It's, it's not at all. It's an opportunity to learn about yourself, to connect with yourself, to learn how to love yourself in a whole new level, to be in tune, to strengthen that mind-body connection. Do you know what I mean? To, to work through a lot of bullshit that the diet industry, if the diet industry has done a number on you, which I'm assuming most of you have, this is your opportunity to undo all of that. So it's so much bigger than just, you know, fitting your butt into your jeans. Um, Facebook, Facebook is behaving oddly. It sent me to a timeout, not allowed to post or comment for five minutes. Yeah. So Facebook does that. Facebook can be a real jerk. Listen, Facebook is not perfect. <laughs> Facebook, I do not like to bash Facebook because Facebook has provided us an opportunity to connect with um, so many people. It makes it easy. It makes it convenient. Um, you know, and it's, it's a platform that a lot of people have access to it at, 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 and, and something that doesn't really cost them outside of their internet connection. And, you know, we deal, we have so much stuff that we deal with behind the scenes that you guys will never know what goes into presenting the information. Um, we run into situations where it won't let us post. It won't let us comment. It won't let us, it kicks, it kicks out. So the reason why I don't, I'm not in there commenting as much as I would love to comment is that Facebook would kick me out of my own group. Fa Facebook will lock me out of my own group for commenting on my own posts in the group. It does, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I noticed, uh, yesterday, um, it, it, it puts some people on timeout for making comments. Like Facebook will be like, you're not allowed to comment. That's not us. Just so you know, um, Facebook will do that. And, and sometimes the wording doesn't make any sense. Someone's like, yeah, you go girl or something like that. And they've like, it doesn't make any sense. So we do dispute things behind the scenes or we say, this is not a thing. Um, so Facebook, it, it, it's weird like that. So the only reason we comment on everything and I will be honest, um, I'm all about a safe, positive space, not only for our members who are really sharing some really intimate thoughts and really putting themselves out there, which is why it's so important. So I will remove comments when people are just straight up rude. Like that is just like, to me, there's a nice way to say, even if you're pissed off at something, there's a nice way to communicate about it. People who are rude to my team, especially when they're trying to help, I have zero fucking tolerance for that. Uh, members who are rude to other members or like are, you know, assuming or judging or something like that, we, we delete that. We send them a note behind the scenes. We've, we've already kicked so many people already out of the group for that behavior. Like people who judge me, and have an opinion of me like I swear too much or that I don't care I'm not here for that I'm here to help people I put my heart and soul I show up every day to help people I'm not in the mood for it I just I don't have time to tolerate it um, so I'm all about a positive safe space but um, if, so if your comment has been removed we will let you know why some we also remove things for like things like triggering language um, especially when it comes to eating disorders and such I know some of you are struggling with disordered eating 
but we don't, we are not equipped um, a lot of times to deal with people who have like you know eating disorders we're not trained we're not equipped so sometimes if we know someone's struggling or they verbally said it we have to remove it because it's triggering and then we send a message a nice message to them behind the scenes and let them know why um, so um, it's not just so you know those are the reasons why we, we do remove comments um, and but they're you know they're they're pretty specific but if Facebook has said or, or um, put you on pause that's not us that's just Facebook being a turd it just we, there's no rhyme and reason for it P Facebook does stuff that we don't understand why they do it and then we reach out to them we're still waiting eh? like what a month later on <laughs> We'll have an issue with Facebook. We'll send it to them, and literally day, every day they're like, "Yeah, so we saw your we saw your comment, and we saw your issue. We're working on it. We'll get back to you in a day." And we literally have been receiving that same email every day for like three months now. So please don't take Facebook seriously. Um, they can be a bit of a jerk, so don't take that personally. We will let you know if you've said something offside. But we also, you know, people joke and people have fun, and we can kind of really tell um, where people are at. So please don't Facebook. My point is, Facebook can be a real jerk sometimes. Um, any advice on when to go clothes shopping? I bought jeans in December and that don't fit anymore. I'm not done losing, but when should we start shopping more? Yeah, so this is a real thing, right? And um, the most expensive part of the program is the new clothes you're going to need. And you know, a lot of, it's a real issue because a lot of people really don't factor that in. Like a lot, it, it's a real thing. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I, I can't wait to have that problem until it's really a problem, until you've really lost weight and you really need some new clothes. Um, I love, and I'm not, a, I'm not a Kardashian fan I'm not but I did buy recently and they're, they're not cheap for sure but um, Khloe Kardashian what's the line good American jeans um, and I, I know we, we we have people in 52 countries so if you want to buy local buy Canadian buy wherever you, I'm just giving you an example I'm sure there are other types of jeans companies out there but she has a range like um, a four a zero to four range which I'm pretty sure is really like a zero to eight range and then she's got like a four to twelve range and so I own them in both pairs and so you might want to get jeans that can kind of like stretch with you um, that's that's a great tip um, which I absolutely loving because you know when I'm having my slimmer days they fit me perfect and when I'm having my more bloaty days they're still comfortable and I can wear them um, so maybe something like that again you don't have to that company I'm not promoting them or anything like that but something like that um, you know um, it, it can be motivating you want to buy new clothes as your body's changing and really honor the changes in your body but that can get really expensive also don't forget to pull out the clothes in the back of your closet you may be waiting until you hit a certain weight when you wore those jeans like oh those are the jeans that I wore when I was like 160 and you may be 180 now but you might be surprised that they actually fit you now because of how your body's changing along with that um, so that's what I would suggest um, buy little pieces here and there I mean I, sometimes I, I have so many jeans but sometimes I would literally this week I've been wearing I wore these jeans every day this week look I think there's still look at that there's a salt mark I didn't even see that cat this is how much I don't leave my house this is a salt mark from my probably when I was wearing them and out in a snowbank um, you know what I mean so you know get away with wearing those same jeans you know all week long or or pajamas that's what I do <laughs> I just want you to know, I don't have a lot of great tips. I'm not a stylist. Um, we do have a post that we do share about this, about your, your body's changing body with some tips in it. Um, but you know, buy, I think it's good to reward yourself with stuff other than food, right? And, it, and it's good to celebrate. If you have the financial means to celebrate your body where it's at, I, you know, I would absolutely do that. Buy a few pieces that are going to make you feel really good. Really celebrate where you're at if you have the finances to do that. Um, and then try to be maybe a little bit savvy. Thrift stores are great. Man, I love my kids. They literally spend, they, they shop at thrift stores all the time um, which they you know they could be buying brand name stuff they don't they go to thrift stores I absolutely love it and then we walk around sometimes looking like I don't even know what our style is maybe some thrift store but that, that is a real thing and that actually can be a form of sabotage too that can be freaking some people out is that like they're losing this weight there's a lot of things that we don't consider when actually reaching our goals things like needing a whole new wardrobe and we don't these are things that we don't factor in you know so um, I gotta go I'm way past my time I told myself I'd only be in for 30 minutes I can't control myself um, I honestly truly just love showing up every day and talking about this which is why I can't stick to my own rule of making it a half hour I hope that you enjoyed our conversation today I hope that you're really enjoying the program and where you're at and 
you know, if you're having the feels, get, just recognize that's part of the program and the process. You got to keep showing up, keep working through them. I'm here for you. My team is here for you. You can do this. And I promise you, if you stick around, I'm not promise you how much you're going to wait, you're going to lose or not lose. Obviously the goal is to lose as much as possible. Some people will exceed their goals. Some people will struggle a bit more, but I promise you, I guarantee you, if you stick around at the end, you will not be disappointed. Um, keep showing up. We got, we got 60 days. This is where it gets easier. This is where our hard work starts to pay off. This is where we get to be all in. We're moving past laying that foundation. So dive in, get going. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll catch up later. Bye.